up, folks? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the KD Bo Show podcast. It's been a long time coming, and I'm really honored to say that I started. Now, I can tell you this. This will probably merge into some different stuff. The way it starts out probably ain't going to be the way it ends. Because instead of me getting caught up on making it perfect and making sure that all the zingers and the zaps are there, now this is the place where I want to make sure that you can come to and you can be inspired to grow into the best version of yourself. Matter of fact, that might even be a tagline where you're inspired to grow into the best version of yourself. I have some really great conversations. I mean, I talk to some really great people. And is there going to be an intro? Is it going to be the pop and the sizzle? I don't, I don't really know. I don't know if it's, this is going to be the place for that. Uh, but you're going to learn some things. And the first person that I'm going to talk to today, I had the uh, privilege of having a conversation with, is, you know, the guy that encouraged me to go ahead and start. I was going to launch this later this month, maybe in, in the first of October. But after having the conversation with him, I said, nah, mm-mm, I'm going to go and start now. Uh, the information is solid. Will the aesthetics be what they should be? I don't know. Really, I don't care because this information was so good and life changing. And I made a promise to him that I would not go past this week without putting the podcast out. So let me lay some ground rules before we get started. If you like the podcast, please uh, subscribe to it. Share the podcast with people that, you know, could really use the information or this segment, whatever, with whoever, you know, could use the information. But most importantly, I want to see and hear your comments, things that you want to hear, uh, questions that you would you know, wish were asked, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, hopefully this will be a place where, you know, you can learn, you can depend on. I'm going to put out content at least on a weekly basis, it could be more than that, but at least you can depend on me putting out content on a weekly basis because, quite frankly, I have a lot of it. And the whole purpose is that you grow. So, without further ado or delay, ladies and gentlemen, I am always honored. And it's such a blessing to be in the room with this titan of a man. He has probably forgotten more things than I will ever learn. And I, I, that's not to say he forgets anything. Because he's Bishop Dale Brunner. How you doing, sir? I'm doing just great. Great to be here. <laughs> it's good to have you. Okay, so a couple of questions. Uh, I know the Capacity Conference is coming October 9th through the 11th. Uh, it's three days of amazingness, and we'll talk about that. But as I was telling you off the microphone, every time I leave you, I'm better. But there are many things that I wish I would have asked you that I didn't get a chance to ask you. Uh, so I'm going to start with those, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Number one. Who taught you your, uh, your, your coof, like your, 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 your whole posture and all of that? Like you, you, you're the, the most <laughs> dapper man in the world. Like who taught you that? I am my father's son. <laughs> my, my dad was a, was a dapper guy. I mean, he was in the beauty industry. That's right. You know, sure. and, uh, and the business was made up of women. Mm. You know, primarily beauticians. Okay. okay. You know, uh, barbers are included in that group. But my dad, he, he, he's my hero. He is my hero. And so I can hear his voice crying through the vista of time, just, just speaking to him. My, my dad had swag. Really? <laughs> he did back in the day. Did he say stuff like the vista of time? Did he say uh, that? <laughs> well, he didn't have my vocabulary, but, uh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but he had his own swag. You know, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Did he put that hunger of reading and learning in you? Because you clearly have it. You're very well read, very knowledgeable. 
Who put that in you? I hate reading. Really? I, I, I really do. It's, it's, it's boring. What is better than reading a book is having a relationship with the author. And then there's that. Uh, you know, That's so no, no, Bishop of no, you to no, say. No, no, no. I, <laughs> uh, you know, what's better than just having a book is having relationship with the author so that the questions that the book does not answer. Oh, come on. You can ask and you can get context. Mm. Because sometimes they just tell you the problem and then they tell you the solution. And they don't tell you the, wrong, the long road that happens in between the problem and the solution. Process. What do you do when you're depressed? What do you do when it's taking so long? How do you deal with the discouragement of failure in your life when you want to quit? Those are the kinds of things that you can ask the author. And it's relationship with the author there that really blesses you. It's not just the Bible mm. that helps us. Some it's our relationship with the author. <laughs> no, no, really. It's, you know, really. <laughs> That's some good stuff, man. Um, your secret sauce. A lot of people have a, a secret sauce. The thing that makes them stand out that gives them their isness. What would you say yours is? You know, I would probably say uh, the greatest gift that my dad gave me was the, was the gift of exposure. Mm. It has been my exposure. I've traveled to nearly 100 countries around the world, mm. and my exposure in travel, the world is a book. He who never reads, uh, you know, he who never travels only reads one page. Right. And so that's been my book. It's talking to people, experiencing people. I'm just getting back from Shanghai, China, mm. from teaching business people in Shanghai, China. And I don't just go to teach. I go to learn. I'm both a teacher and a student at the same time. Every place that I go, I learn things. Really? Yes, absolutely. So for the person that, that hasn't traveled, sure, there's some perspectives that you don't have. Sure. As far as a priority is concerned, all right, so um, how high up the chain should a family man or family woman, the person that's listening to us, say traveling should be? Well, it's, it depends on whether that is of value to the person. And you can travel vicariously mm. through the experiences of other people. And then there's that. Absolutely. So when I write about my experiences, when I post it on social media, they are traveling through my eyes. You are experiencing it vicariously. I don't know what it's like to carry a baby, but I watch my wife carry it. Wow. And so, I don't want to carry it. And, 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 and I don't want to carry it. I don't want to carry it. But you can learn that labor pains don't just feel good yeah. just by vicariously experiencing it through someone who's actually gone through it. So what you're saying is just make sure you keep on traveling so we can live through you is what you're saying, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not saying that. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, a couple more things. Uh, so, that, so your secret sauce, of course, exposure. Uh, your, your circle of five, everybody tends to have them. What's yours? I, I don't know that whether, the, um, whether the, the names would necessarily be a benefit to individuals. Uh, sure. But, for example, I have someone that teaches me how to dare. How to dare? How to dare. Explain. Um, there are certain things that we don't do because of fear in our life. And you need bold, audacious, courageous individuals yeah. that says, don't just have a dream. Dare to share the dream. Dare to uh, have somebody to laugh at you. You have to dare to do something that, that you haven't heard done and you don't know how the public will react to it. Mm. That's every innovator, every pioneer has to be willing to experience rejection. So I have a mentor that teaches me how to dare, someone that teaches me how to dream, hmm. to be able to imagine something beyond the current reality of where I am, and then somebody that teaches me how to die, 
how to be able to release something once you finish with it. You know, every bottle of water has an expiration date on it. That's not for the water. It's for the expiration of the plastic that holds the water. Wow. It's the container that expires, never the water. So how do we deal with expired bottles when you realize your bottle is expiring or the season for your doing something is shifting and changing. Mm. So how do you let something die? Because unless you let something die, you can't be born again. Mm. You can't birth new endeavors and reach the, the, the greater things that the future holds for us. What did you do with that part of you that fought against that dying process? Nobody willfully just says, I'm just going to, Jesus did lay yeah, down yeah. his life. Right. But it, there was a process. Like, what, what was the process like for you to just yeah. move from a, a lively season from one that was yeah. dying and you let it die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm a very forward-focused person. Yeah, I, I, I believe in looking out of the windshield and giving limited time to the rearview mirror. Yeah. Rearview is so small, windshield is so big. Indeed. I look out of, the, out, of, out of the windshield as to where I'm going. Uh, t- t- to be able to do that, you have to have, number one, someplace to go. Number two, you have to have somebody uh, to go with that you enjoy. Mm. And number three, you have to have something to do that you like to do. And most people can't leave from where they are because they can't see what else they can do. I've got, I can't wait to retire from pastoring because i got other things to do. Really? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just, this is just one phase of me. I, uh, pastoring is what I do is not who I am. Really? You can quit what you do. You cannot quit who you are. Uh, I am a communicator, whether I'm communicating in a book, on a platform, through a play. It doesn't matter. It's communication. You can do what you do, but you, you'll never quit who you are. Who you are, yeah. Who I am, that's the real gift that will be manifested in a different dimension, in another place, another time, another space. And so I, I don't worry about that. I'm looking as to where I'm going. I, got, I know exactly what I'm going to be doing. I'm going with folks that I enjoy being with. Mm. And, and I've, I've, got, I've got something to do that I enjoy doing. So that's what gives me the ability to be able to, to move on from the last glorious thing. Wow. How do you stop people from putting you in that box? So you know people want to put you in that box. They well, you're no do. pastoring. They do. They do. You have to. You're in control of reinventing yourself. You never, ever allow someone else to create your world because they will always create it too small. And to their benefit. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, they will shape you based on their need of you. Okay. But what happens if they ever get to a place where they don't need you or there's a new kid on the block and they're drinking from their fountain? Okay. What do you do with your water? Mm. So my identity, our identity cannot be tied to a person's need of us? Absolutely. What does that look like, though? Because most of us, man, yeah, right. most of us are yes. tied to that need that yes. other people have of us. Absolutely. But you see, when you don't know who you are, you will define yourself by your circumstance. <sighs> Come on. You're wearing me out right now. So I am not what I do. I'm who God says that I am. Yeah. I trust him. Uh, I may not know fully what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. I trust that. I trust that. When you have faith, it means that you go into it with fear and trepidation. It doesn't mean that I'm you're, you're told. Courage is not doing something in the absence of fear. It's doing it in the face of fear. It said, I'm scared to death, but I'm doing it anyhow. Yeah. I don't know whether I'm going to be received, rejected, laughed at, but I'm doing it anyhow. I'm walking scared. I'm running scared. I'm trusting and trembling. Man, okay, we're gonna talk about this capacity conference. But what, what, what did your what, was your wife already like that, or did she learn that this is how he is, 
And I'm going to learn from this what I can and then what just doesn't apply to me or whatever. Like, how did that work? Oh, you know, you know, my wife is the one that pushes me. Come on. You know, don't get somebody who can chill with you. Get somebody who can build with you. Uh. You want to get with somebody that lifts you, that pushes you. My mother was the wind beneath my father's wings. Okay. He couldn't fly without having somebody that encouraged him into what he was doing. You know, so because if the folks that, that, are, that are with you, if your partner, if your life partner is scared to death for you, that's going to pull you back into staying where you are. Because people fall more in love with security than they do with opportunity. Whoa. But when you've got somebody that's saying, you know what, I'll be with you if we lose everything that we've got, but at least we'll be together. Come on. Come and on. that's the kind of wife that God gave me. Come on, Doc. That's why you're smiling right here. That's why, you, that's why your skin look good. That's probably what it is. <laughs> okay, Bishop, I, we, we can go over and over, man. But the Capacity Conference, um, how many years have you been doing the Capacity Conference? Uh, I think I did my first one in, uh, in 2014. Wow, okay. Yeah. So why Capacity? You know, because capacity is a thing that each of us has and that we have the ability to be able to increase. Mm. You can increase capacity. You can increase increase your capacity to move by stretching. Before you exercise, when you stretch, stretching increases your capacity to move. Mm. There's a way to increase your capacity to think. There's a way to increase your capacity to be able to relate to each other. So it is the one area that we can all increase is in our capacity. Otherwise, if you are just set as a, as a, as a limit, and if I take an eight-ounce glass of water and pour a gallon of water into an eight-ounce Glass, the yeah. eight ounce glass has no ability to increase its capacity. So even right. pouring a gallon is still only going to have eight ounces. Mm. So this is about helping people to increase that capacity as an individual in their own personal leadership, because leadership is not about leading people. It's about leading yourself in a way that inspires others to follow. Yeah. So uh, I've seen those masks that people wear when they exercise. It restricts breathing. So it causes your lungs to have to work harder, thereby increasing the capacity for you yes. to be able to carry oxygen in your lungs. Absolutely. So when we think about capacity and increasing our capacity, I would imagine friction, trouble, opposition. Yes. Plays a big part in that. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. I mean, one of, one of the things, if you wanted to increase your capacity for innovation, for example, one of the first things that you need is limited resources. Okay. If you've got too much money, that limits your creativity. It limits your ability to innovate. When you have a shortage of money, I mean, you have to become uh, creative to say, how in the world am I going to do this? I want to have this, that, and the other. That's what innovators do. They start in their basement. They start in their garage. They have limited, all of them in common. They have limited resources. If you've got too much money, you'll pay people that will end up wasting your money, but necessity becomes the mother of invention. You know nobody's talking about this, right? Not not in my circle. I need to check my circle. <laughs> but no, nobody said. But so the thing that we we make money, the thing that we well, I got to get some more money. I can't do this until I get some more money. But no. you're saying, yeah. hey, find a way with what you have. Absolutely, absolutely. You you know, uh, you know, take black mothers from years ago okay. when they didn't have much money. They knew how to take beans, and rice, or make some cornbread. Come they, on. they they didn't have much, but they took it, and their children were still fed. They were still plump. Their cheeks were filled out. <laughs> they knew how to make do because they had to do it. You do what you have to do. And so that increases that. So you, you, you've got to have limited resources. You've got to have a crazy idea. You've got to have a willingness to fail. 
If you don't have a willingness to fail, you know, then it's not going to work for you. So these are some things that actually help our our whole capacity for creativity. Wow, man. Okay. Uh, in the studio with Bishop Dale Bronner, like anybody else could sound like him. Uh, so you're talking about with the Capacity Conference, 22 sessions over three days, nine speakers, uh, an 18-hour hackathon. I got to know what that hackathon is. <laughs> this, this is a brainstorming session. Really? Brain- this is not a, a feel-good kind of a conference where you just come all fired up, hyped up. You will leave from this conference with a strategy mm. to know how to go back to your organization and implement the strategy that you come up with through our power sessions, through our our hackathon, our think tank. Yeah, it's, think tank. Oh, oh, absolutely. You know, you can't go beyond your your level of thinking, mm. and and this is why you know mm. we'll have some great thinkers there. We'll have some great thinkers. I'm one of them. You know what? Speaking, <laughs> speaking of which, you have. Some phenomenal thinkers, as you say, but of course, your your wife, Dr. Nina Bronner, you've got uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, Pastor Dave Ferguson, uh, phenomenal conference he has, Pastor John Gray, that John Gray, the black one, <laughs> uh, Pastor uh, Carrie, how do you say his name? Newhoff. Newhoff. I've heard of him. Yes. Um, Jonathan Morrow, uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf. Uh, yes. You cow chow. I don't know about that. You, you got him from Shanghai. Huh? Oh, yeah, really... yeah. Yo, he's a gamification specialist. A gamification specialist? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what's, what's that? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh, you know, with gaming. With, with, with gaming. Oh. Yes, yes. Computerized uh, gaming. So this ain't just about, about speaking in tongues and spiritualization. Oh, no, no, no. You see, it's expanding your capacity. Yeah, Your man. capacity to think, you see. I mean... Principles are principles no matter where you find them. Indeed. And that is, that's, that's a huge industry that is sucking the time away from people. And if we can use creativity, absolutely. If we can learn how to, how to use that and, and in our organizations, whether in a, in a business, because this conference is not just for pastors. This is for lead, business marketplace leaders business, to yeah. be able to stimulate your thoughts, to get around some things. And so there are some principles that happen in game, gamification that will unlock how we think because mm-hmm. the business world is a big game. Very good. It's Very a big good. game. What made you choose these specific speakers, though? Because of their diversity. We didn't want just everybody coming, echoing the same perspective. They come from a different uh, genre of life. Dr. Caroline Leaf is a neuroscientist specializing in the brains and how different things react on the brains and our emotions and how the word of God impacts the human brain. Mm. And so this is not just, these are not just all theologians. These are people that love God and who honor God. They have God in in, in their life. And so we, we are gathering and learning from the diversity of thinking, because if anything is going to be great, it must be diverse. Must be diverse. If it is not diverse, you're limiting yourself. That's a, that's a tough one, man. I don't, I, again, that's something that people don't really, really preach like that. They don't really put that out there like that, yes. that it's okay, like you said, to travel, to have different perspectives. Yes. And I think that one of the things that from, you know, rural church growing yes. up, they wanted you not to experience that much because they always was going to think it's going to take you away from God. No. But the truth is, there's some perspectives, man, that once I, you know, when I first uh, flew in an airplane, I got a perspective of God that I had never had before. Oh, absolutely. When I had my first child, my son, I got a perspective of God that I'd never had before. Yes. So perspective really causes you to open your mind. Perspective is everything. Yeah. 
You know, it's, it's, it's not merely what you see is how you see it. And when you, when the, the higher up that you go, the more that you can see in, in different ways and, and, and you then start understanding how it all relates one to another. Yeah. So uh, the capacity conference um, tickets are still, well, Tickets, registration, all that kind of stuff, still available. It's not, still available. It's not sold out. No, it's not sold out. Okay, good. So, in order for people to register, how how do they need to do that? They can just go to capacityconference.com. Okay. Capacityconference.com. Capacityconference.com. Are there are there packages or whatever? That's there, there are, and we've got special deals for individuals that have uh, groups of five to seven mm-hmm. or more. Don't just come along. Bring your team. Talent needs a team in order to be terrific. Mm. Talent needs a team in order to be terrific. What you do, I mean, you've got program directors. You've got folks that help you with, with the technical aspects of what you do. It, it, you're great by yourself. Thank you. But talent needs a team to be terrific. Yeah. It's hard to be terrific if you've got to try to push every button and coordinate everything all by yourself. That's right. Talent needs a team. They hear your voice and they don't realize there's a team behind you. Talent yeah. needs a team. Bring your team so your team will understand it. Because sometimes if, when you've gone to the land of Oz <laughs> and seen something and been wowed by the great wizard, yeah. and now you come back and try to explain it to people who've just been over to Popeye's to get a chicken sandwich. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> all right! <laughs> but realizing that the customer service is better at Chick-fil-A. Come on, come on, Chick-fil-A, come on, sponsored by uh, Capacity Conference, sponsored by Chick-fil-A. Um, this is some good stuff, and I think I heard somebody say that once your mind has been stretched, then it's hard for it to go back. You can never get back into the same condition once you've been stretched. Yeah, man. I mean, the size that you were at 12 years old, you'll never see that size again. In life. <laughs> so this is, this is a stretching conference. Yeah. This will stretch you, but not in a hyping kind of a way, but in a way that gives you practical strategies to go back to your ministry, back to your business, and be able to implement it and grow whatever God has entrusted into your stewardship. It's good stuff, man. Capacityconference.com? Yes, capacityconference.com. Capacityconference.com. A couple more things, man, and uh, I'm, I'm going to let you go. What, what, are you, what, what impresses you right now when you, when you see someone or something? Like, what, what makes you, what, what grabs your attention? I am impressed with individuals who can be resolute in their decisions to the degree that they are not confused Mm. by contemporary times. Break that down. Um, To me, for example, um, I like more the wisdom of the ages than knowledge of the moment. This is good. (laughs) You know, uh, there are some things that, that are constantly changing. When you deal with fads, it's constantly changing. But... I've raised five children. I've got six grandchildren. Um, I can't raise them and impact their lives with changing stuff. They are the non-changeables, the non-negotiables of life that help them to actually grow. Uh, uh, Trees don't pick up and move every other day. The Bible likens us unto trees. You have to be planted, rooted, grounded. I like those things that are grounded, but yet when a storm comes, it knows how to bend and yield so that it doesn't break. And so teaching them the survival skills to adapt, to adjust and improve, adapt, adjust, improve, adapt, adjust and improve. Those are the things when I see people living those kinds of things. How do you traverse these waters? When everything, the way that our world communicates, the way that our money systems run is totally changing to have a flexibility in changing the methodology without changing the message. That's the great conundrum. You're a principled person. So Absolutely. You, 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 you use applications, but you believe principles. Absolutely. Uh, policies are many. 
principles a few. Policies often change. Principles never do. Never do. Okay, I didn't, even, I didn't know I was walking into a ride. <laughs> Come on, Bishop. I'm, I'm saying say it again. <laughs> policies are many. many. Principles, principles are few. few. Policies, policies often change. change. Principles, principles never do. That's it. That's it. That's, <laughs> I got it. And then final, finally, um, you've, you've amassed so much. You, you know so much. You've done so much. You've traveled so much. What do you, it's a broad question, but just whatever comes to the top of your head, what do you want? My greatest joy is, is not to continue doing what I'm doing forever. What is better than being the king is to be a king maker. What's better than being a hero is to be a hero maker. Mm. Is now to be able to take what God has graced me to do and give it away to others. Share it with another generation. Empower them to become more than they are. That's my goal. That's my desire is to be able to transfer to them. That's what mentoring is. It is the transference of wisdom. Helping empower them to become more. So when I've played the game and have done well in playing the game, now I want to coach others to becoming the best that they can possibly be. Where's the king maker list to sign up for that? Where's that, where, where, where's that list? <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm so serious right now. <laughs> Bishop Dale Bronner, uh, I, I appreciate you, man of God. I love you. And um, I'm, I'm going to probably have so many more things. I could talk to you for another two hours, but I appreciate you taking this time to spend with us. The Capacity Conference, man, go and allow your capacity to be stretched and become a better version of yourself and reach the destiny that God, only God can get you to. And this conference is going to help you get there. I appreciate you, Bishop. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Indeed. Yeah. So that's Bishop Dale Bronner. Um, and that's my first podcast. I probably should put some music here, huh? Yeah. Okay. We'll figure this whole situation out. Do me a favor. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, make sure you like, uh, comment, all that good stuff, because all I want to do is just help you, as I said in the beginning, grow and become the best version of yourself or grow into the best version of yourself. Eh, we're figuring this thing out, how we're going to say it and how we're going to do it. But thank you, family, for rocking with me. I appreciate that. Talk to you next time. Eric Dawkins, take him out. And I can guarantee you he gon'